Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're having a good Friday and I hope you're doing well. I'm sort of having a good Friday. It's been kind of boring around here. It's always, you know, after a con, it takes me about a week or so to decompress and the ennui settles in. I'm not one of those guys who does three or four cons a year, so it's like, boom, it's done. Anyway, I have a voicemail from John at the Red Dice Diaries, and he talks about my last episode about meshing stuff. So go ahead, John. Hi, Glenn. This is John from Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your latest episode where you're talking about meshing things from one sort of supplement into your campaign and i think you make some really good points and it's a great skill for people to have since it broadens the array of different resources and sort of inspiration that you can call on you mentioned the middlelands which is one of my favorite settings and i've sort of had to do the the reverse of that sort of meshing process where Although Middlelands is for swords and wizardry, technically, there's not really much mention of the sort of standard fantasy races, you know, your dwarves, your elves, your halflings, in the actual Middlelands project. So when I've sort of come to run a campaign in that setting, I've had to think for a little bit about how I'm going to actually fit those fantasy races in, where they go on the map, and how they mesh in with the existing creatures and things like you were saying in your podcast. Keep it up, dude. Take care. See you soon. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate that. Yeah, I really didn't give much thought. That's something else you got to think about is the fantasy races that the PCs can play. I mean, something like Astonishing Swordsman, it's all men. There's no fantasy races. And you're right, the Midderlands don't really mention those things. I just took it to assume that they were there. I don't think, I, I, I have to go back and look at the books, but I don't think any of the I don't think any of the races are represented amongst the NPCs, but there's no reason why they couldn't. It's almost like reverse engineering when I said we have something like Astonishing Swordsman, so you got to like reinterpret some NPCs from a classic module or place into, into human terms. So you're kind of doing the reverse there. You look at a character and say, oh, he could be a dwarf or an elf or a gnome or whatever whatever system you're using. And yeah, that's that's something to think about. Thanks for mentioning that. And thanks for sending me the voicemail, too. Okay. Now, I kind of, I think this has been covered before, not by me, but by other people, other blogs, other podcasts, and probably other supplements. But I'm just thinking about this. And I got the inspiration watching a YouTube video about the, the history of Fraggle Rock. And why can't you, to start the PCs off, have a whole... Reverse it. What I'm saying is reverse it. Have everybody living underground and have all the dangerous... It's basically an all-wilderness exploration campaign, but have all the dangerous stuff like that on the surface. Things like creatures and hovels and things like that. Uh, you they you live in the dungeon. You live underground in this huge, you know, like dwarves do, like huge, huge metropolitan city or metropolitan town, you know, that kind of thing. And you people go out adventuring in the world outside on the on the 
the up, upper part of the world. Like I said, this doesn't sound like a real, a real original idea, but it does have some possibilities because how would you reinterpret things that only are in the, the underground and adapt it to the surface area? Maybe there are some creatures that adapt fine. Maybe there are some creatures that you have to do a little tweaking to. Maybe there are some creatures who can't stand being out on the surface, so they like hiding caves and stuff. And the people could could access it through the caves that way, or you know. And it's just something to think about. Maybe you got a world that's got very little water. Dark sun is comes to mind, or just you know, there's these oceans that nobody's explored because everybody lives underground. How about if there's a section of the world where people live underground, under the ocean, underneath the ocean? And so it's dangerous to, like, go venture out. And they'd have all this, you know, these things. See, this this also, it also really plays into my steampunk sen- sensibility because you can have these inventors who say you live, have a, have a, a society that lives underground beneath an ocean, not beneath, underneath an ocean, and they have to have a way to get up to the ocean and the surface and you'd have these inventors or inventions and stuff where you can just you i could go crazy with it basically i mean you can do that in the regular underground too but that just sort of adds a little extra spice to it if you know what i mean so reversing it would be interesting i'm this is kind of an ad hoc in case some of you haven't heard about this this is sort of a, a casual ad hoc series i come up with every once in a while like where can you put your PCs to start them? What kind of things can you do? And I come, uh, first I came up with starting them in an asylum, then in a junkyard. And now it's, they're under the ground and the surface is where they explore. But uh, like I said, it's not an original idea, but it does definitely have a lot of possibility. In fact, if you guys have anything like that, why don't you... Why don't you, I'm going to go start my day. Why don't you go tell me about it at oldmangrogner at gmail.com or you can send me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm sitting here gesturing and it's all, nobody can see it. So <laughs> I tend to do that sometimes. And and we are, of course, funded. funded. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program and I would thank you. And I'd like to thank my supporters, Oliver Shriek, Shrek, Shriek, Gilbert Soares, and Mark C. Walring. And don't forget Mark's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. And also, don't forget there's a Kickstarter right now, Dungeons and Delvers Red Book, which is running right now. It looks like a very interesting system. I read through the, the older PDFs that they put out. And it is a very interesting, interesting class and level, or rather D&D type fantasy system. So check that out. It's on Kickstarter. Just look for Dungeons and Delvers. So, okay. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.